0: I'm tempted to say you got that vibe, <laughs> vibe. <laughs> welcome to another episode of the magnificent vibes podcast aka mvp where we talk about sports music media and stuff that you might or might not care about in today's episode, me and Ian play a little catch up. And also, I'm going to be returning the favor. I'm going to be visiting Ian's congregation. And actually, I'm going to be giving a talk there. So, look forward to chit chatting with him about that. Also, we got some NBA news to tap into after our shout outs. Yes, KD. More KD drama as he will be staying with the Nets. You're going to get our thoughts on how this all transpired. Also, we're going to touch on some thoughts from Brad Stevens. And you're going to get our reaction to the breaking news of the Patrick Beverly trade to the Lakers. Also, we have an album review for you. Yes, Big Poof and Little Brother just dropped a release called to Dream in Color. You're gonna get a Coffee and Meats, Vibes and Stuff exclusive in regards to reviewing that album. And we also have some true field ministry stories prepared for you and awards to give out. So we got a lot to unpack with this episode. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy.
1: What's good, Robbie?
0: Oh man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, how about yourself, dog? I'm
1: good,
0: man. We already recording mm-hmm. live on the phone. already Oh, we doing... oh so, man, what up, what up? What up, what up? What is good? We are back. We back. <laughs> we, back. <laughs> we back, man. We are back. What's good with what you, Rob? Man, dude. It's been, like... it's been a long time. We should have left you. <laughs> yeah, of course. You but know I don't know. No <laughs> Yo, Rodney, the Jack boys got me, man. Wait, what? What?
1: Whoa, bro, bro, you, you heard about this trend where they've been stealing Honda's and Kias, right? No. No, oh, that's okay, cool. yeah. Yeah, they' well, are man. I don't be doing with all that stuff, man. <laughs> hey, they coming for you too, right?
0: I know they coming. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I got the squeezing. Wait, wait.
1: <laughs> you got the blammy.
0: Uh-huh. I, I know. I know people that know people too. So
1: <laughs> I know people that know people that know me. <laughs> man, so like a TikTok challenge went viral where they're showing people how to steal Kia's and Hondas with a USB cord so there's been a, a- epidemic of Hondas and Kias getting stolen across the nation actually it started in milwaukee but it's it's spread out and dude I, i'm leaving out for work uh last wednesday i go out to my car man and i i, I walk around to the drive side. i was in a good mood too rodney the my my back driver's side windows completely busted out man It's glass everywhere i was oh, hot dude. I look in the car to see, because I first thing I'm thinking is like, okay, what did they steal? And I'm looking through the car and everything is still there. My basketball, my even even, even the uh, the change of my coin thing was still there. Because mm. I've had people breaking my wife's car before. It would be crackheads and they'll steal the change out the cup holder or whatever. Right. And everything is still there. But I noticed the cover for the steering column looked like someone tried to strip it off. So bro, they tried to steal my car, man. But because my car is an older model, my Hyundai just happens to be three years prior to the the model where you can actually steal it with a USB port, they weren't able to steal it. But dude, I had glass, broken glass all over my car. I had to call off work to get things handled and get it fixed, man. And like, I was hot, bro. I was hot, but you dude, know. crazy, man. That's that's life in the hood, man. Sad, sad hood stories, man. Sad hood story, man.
0: Sad and what what's
1: up? So, what's so bad, man? When you get jacked in, in Roseland, the cops, man, they they just they are they are, are brutally honest. Like, yeah, we ain't gonna find your stuff. We ain't gonna catch a person who did it either. It's with Elvis now, so you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> You know, make sure you uh, I don't know, move. <laughs> like that's that's the most they tell you, man. It's like I, I was hot, dude. but I went over to this glass place on. Um, I was fortunate. Apparently, um, I went over to this glass place on a hundred second and commercial. These uh, these these this Mexican owned company, man. They took care of me replaced the window the same day. Um, they had me, you know, and they even vacuum out all the broken glass out the back. So that was cool. They only charged me like 140, so which was great because I thought I was going to have to spend more th- way more than that. Yeah. And they were like, man, you're fortunate because they normally break out the passenger side. And they were like, they've been stealing so many Hondas lately. Like we're out of passenger side windows.
0: So I was mm. like, oh, wow. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that sucks, uh, man. I, I, uh, I got breaking stories too, man, but I ain't gonna get into all <laughs> that. <laughs> that's another, that's another story for another day, man. But hey, man, guess who's guess who guess who's coming to dinner? I, I heard. Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, uh, yeah, Ian, I, 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 I got the call. I got the call. I got the bathroom signal <laughs> from your boy. I heard. That's I heard Brandon Alston
1: yes yes shout out to brandon yes, elston i I, I i told him because he was talking about reaching out to you. i was like now when you reach out to rodney don't be reaching out to him in no last minute he don't play that <laughs>
0: <laughs> he got me good too because i was looking for an excuse <laughs> 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 i was looking for a reason not to, to participate but i was like oh you know what i better uh i better go ahead and do this i, I did say a week, he, he he did two weeks. So I'm like, okay, I ain't got no, I really ain't got no excuse. Plus, I do need a break from the Watchtower study. So after all of these abbreviated Watchtower studies and getting prepared for that, so I'm like, man, I need a, son, a Saturday off, man. Let me go ahead and, and hang out with the homies on on Sunday. Yeah, man. Well, I'm,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. You gonna be,
0: you gonna be kicking it with Kensington. <laughs> kicking it with Kensington, man. You gonna get, you gonna get my, my feedback. Indeed, awesome. indeed. I know you are gonna have some shoutouts. afterwards. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm definitely gonna have some shout outs. I'm definitely gonna have some shout outs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna feel good to see the whole family.
1: Exactly,
0: man. Exactly. Yeah, that was, it was cool to fall through your congregation
1: and kind of take everything in and see see how y'all function over there. And yeah, man, you're going to be riding it, going to be slumming it this Sunday with,
0: <laughs> with us. Man, just don't throw tomatoes at me, man. I'm rusty, dude. I ain't gave a talk in a while. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: yeah, Actually,
0: I haven't given a talk since the Memorial uh, talk. So. Oh, wow. You'll be all You'll be all right.
1: But, but I got shout-outs, man. Go
0: ahead, man. Shoot them.
1: Shout-outs to the folks trying to do cart witnessing, and it's the f- the first time for them, and they driving me crazy. <laughs> so, as you know, Rodney, uh, September 1st, we'll be hitting the streets again in person, door-to-door. Door. And my congregation, we're also going to do, we're going to re-engage with cart witnessing. And... I put out the call. Anyone who wants to sign up, let me know. We're gonna have a meeting. You let me know your availability. I got I got time slots ready, 7 to 9 a.m. and 1 to 3 p.m. You know, let me know your availability. Rodney, I sat with probably 20 something, close to 30 publishers for an hour, nailing down availability, writing it down, making notes. Probably a third of them since that meeting have come to me hey brother ray i know i said i could do blah 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 but i can't do it on this day and i can't do it on that day and i can't do it the third week of this day or this month and i can't do it at all in the winter and i can't do it i'm like okay i see where this is going i see where this is going i'm going to set up a live google calendar whenever you're available you fill it out on the google calendar. I cannot right. keep up with 30 different people's individual schedules. And I'm not going to waste time painful, painstakingly and meticulously putting together a monthly schedule just to have a third of the people change up on me and make that, that schedule irrelevant the next day. That's right. what I'm not going to do. So, you know your schedule, keep up with your own schedule. Please don't expect me to keep up with it. I can't. I got a family. I got a job. I cannot keep up with it. I'm going to create a live document. And the document's going to be set up where, okay, the maximum amount of people who can sign up for this day and at this time slot is four people first come, first serve. If you do not sign up and you get locked out, if you're not one of the first four people who sign up on that particular day at that particular time, hey, that's it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? like if 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 opening the link is too hard for you i'm having another meeting let me know if you if that's too tall of an order for you and i will put your slot down myself right but let your yes mean yes let you know me no if you say you're gonna do it please be there because if if you can't there's not much i can do you know like um yeah this <laughs> There's just not much I can do, Rod. Like, like, I I can't, I, I hate getting those phone calls at 10 o'clock, at 10.30. I'm at work. There's really nothing I can do of people being like, so-and-so was supposed to take the field service group out, and they didn't show up. All right, brother, well, what did, what, what did you do? Well, well, I called you. Well, I can't take them out, bro. I'm at work. <laughs> like, right. Can you do it, brother? You know, like, right. I hate getting phone calls like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that. <laughs> you know. And shout out to anybody dealing with discouragement or adversity right now, you know. Uh it's 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 hitting everybody hard, you know. Yeah. It gets better. It gets better. It's going to get better. You know everybody gets hit with something so shout out to everybody dealing with discouragement you know or adversity
0: yeah there's a lot of that going on in our congregation um you know a lot of people deal with a lot of anxieties and a lot of mental health issues and you know the one thing that I, i do want to get out there is that you know elders are not therapists (laughs) they're not therapists and one of the things that i felt like that that interviews those interviews they did in the convention where it's talking to all the different people uh, Uh, i think it was nikki the the, the black girl uh nikki yeah Uh, she Mm -hmm. went to go seek professional help yeah shout out to (laughs)
1: betterhelp.com We all, we all dealing with something, We especially those of, uh, those of us from the hood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and here's the thing, like, like I, I almost stood up and clapped when I heard that, because, mm-hmm. man, like, in the past, man, it'd be, it'd be friends, it'd be like, man, they want they want encouragement and everything, but they're dealing with mental issues, and you're trying to, like, give them the encouragement that they need, but, but it's like they want to find something that's going to that, that you say this is gonna blow them away and just take them out that that slump that they're in, but you know you're trying the best as you can as an elder to do that, but it didn't quite reach them. And it's like, well, at this point, I'm beyond that. Beyond me sharing scriptural thoughts with you and giving you some illustrations to help, you know give you the encouragement you need if that's not working then you might have to go to seek professional help indeed indeed. beyond what i'm doing because i'm not a you know we're all not therapists we we was not i'm not professionally trained in that department to talk a, a mentally the a person with mental health off a bridge you know that's you know i would do the best i can with jehovah's help but if that's not working you might have to go to the next step and i'm glad that they highlighted that
1: yeah i was I was really yeah. glad i think i think seeking that is a very underrated uh, uh piece of advice you know people just kind of think that yeah like you said the elders are going to tell me something magical that's that's going to bring me out this funk and like Sometimes it's a little deeper than that. And the more you deal with people, the more you're able to ascertain that and tactfully suggest that because, yeah, we got people where it's just like, okay, it's, it, it It took a couple of times. It took a little time for me to realize like that's what was going on. But for some people, I knew instantly in the first conversation with them, like, okay, something else is going on here and something else that's kind of like above my pay grade. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah 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 shout out shout out
0: to uh there <laughs> getting back to the whole public thing. <laughs> yeah you, you do got those friends that be like gung-ho about doing it and then once the once they start getting set up and everything nothing
1: yeah nothing.
0: yeah
1: and see what i hate rodney is what's going to happen is they're not going to say, man, why ain't Sister So-and-Show show up for her for her spot, for her post, or for, or for her shift? They're going to say, well, Brother Ray is disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 Why he got shifts and people ain't showing
0: up? Right.
1: And see, it's like, well, I'm at the point where it's like, yeah, you can say whatever, like, but... I'm putting the onus on the publishers, man. This is I, I'm <laughs> we haven't even started yet, Rodney, and I can already see how this is going to go. And I get it; it's it's new to our congregation because we we had two circuit overseers come through, canvass our territory, and be like, "Hey, y'all really ain't got no viable spots." But I was able to kind of squeeze blood from a stone here, get us some viable spots, and it's new to us. You know what I mean? We we haven't been going at it for five, six years like a lot of other congregations around us. So we're going to make some mistakes. It's going to be some hiccups, but everybody just be patient, do what you're supposed to do, show up for your shifts, follow the instructions that I passed out and hopefully everything will work out.
0: hmm exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't have no shout outs, but that, that's, those are definitely two good shout outs, man. Like, you know, I, I kind of already invented about public in a couple of episodes ago, so I'm not about to keep <laughs> beating a dead horse, but yeah, it is what it is, man. And, oh, and shout out, well, I got one. Shout, shout out to Door to Door being back, man. We about to be back in these streets starting uh, next month, so y'all y'all be ready to open them doors up. You know what I'm saying? Have <laughs> some food for us. I'll I have my mask yeah, on. You know, two two, almost three years off. Yeah, yeah, two
1: and a half years. Yeah, like, yeah, I, that's gonna be, that's
0: that's gonna be a trip, man. It's gonna be a trip, um man. I might I might do door to door on the south side, man. Yeah, they might cook for us, man. <laughs> hey, man, sister sister Williams gonna gonna hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> she she planned a whole day around this. This is this is, this is her jam. Hey, she already requesting literature, I, and uh, you'll you'll see in you see what happened in the next mixtape. Uh, oh know, yeah, oh uh, yeah, some, she uh, she she surprises. ready. Brother
1: Sanders ready, but brother Sanders been he he been already uh, hitting the gym yeah. and, and yeah. shooting yeah. up a couple of shots with, with with the street work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So br- brother Sanders he, he 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 been getting it together. Yeah, he he
0: yeah. brother Sanders been on it, man. Yeah, yeah. y'all gonna see that too. He, he got something he got to tell y'all too, man. Uh we two mixtapes.
1: I saw him by Arnie's and I was like, Brother Sanders, I, I thought I saw you over, over there around the corner over <laughs> at Arnie's. What was you doing oh, I, 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 I was doing street work, brother. I was doing street work. I said, but uh but Arnie, that, oh, that corner with that Arnie's is that's not even our territory, bro Oh I was I, I, I was hooking up with, some, with with my friend from from the other congregation from the from the Harvey congregation. <laughs> All right, brother Sanders. <laughs> It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know who do street work then, but i right.
0: oh, yeah yeah, huh? yeah I'm ask you. <laughs> I, I, I hope it's uh well I ain't gonna say too much, I ain't gonna say too much, <laughs> but uh that'll get revealed in the next episode or uh, <laughs> well, the next fixed tape y'all y'all gonna see what brother sin has been up to. <laughs> what yeah, at the at the Hardy was good. I was over there with Brother Hardy. That's nothing. Man. You mean brother? You said Brother Hardy? No, 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 no. At, <laughs> at the Hardy Congregation, yeah, yeah, there was a couple of a uh, couple of people that used to work at that Arnie's, you know, over there. <laughs> uh, hey they, they're going to the hall now, so
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta help them out.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs>
0: Gotta get him a background, you know, on, on what's going on with their situation. Oh, lastly, shout out to the excellent uh uh uh
1: present-day dramatizations we saw on the convention recently. Um mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to those. You already touched on one. A shout out to the one, I can't remember, what was that? Was that Saturday morning? With the one with the sister with the YouTube channel. Uh <clears throat> oh, that yeah, that was uh
0: yeah, that was Saturday. I thought that was Saturday. Not that was Saturday afternoon. Was it? okay. Yeah, okay. Saturday morning was the all the interviews, and then Saturday afternoon was all the all the ratches ratcheting going on. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: shout shout out to them. I love I love the 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 applicable lessons. Stop judging people.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, 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 in, hey, did Then you feel good as a as a personal as a as a content creator. Uh, you know, like like me and you, you know what I mean. It it, it was Jehovah looking out for us, man. Yeah, man, I, I I do. I I I haven't had any issues
1: myself. Like I did like in the very very beginning stages, but like as of lately, no. But you know, I, I know how people can get. You know what I mean? Like I know how people can get. But like, you know, this sister, she was obviously dealing with a sick parent. Uh yeah. she was at her meetings, she was out in service, you know, and she did this as a outlet, you know. And you know, people kinda judged her for it, you know. This 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 one sister with the big forehead and like <laughs> it's like I, 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 I shouldn't I shouldn't body shame. I I, I apologize for that, but um
0: I shouldn't
1: have called her black Karen too. <laughs> <laughs> black Karen. But uh you know, yeah, yeah, people, you know, just relax. Just relax. If, if if someone's not doing something or promoting something clearly unscriptural, then just relax. Be cool, you know?
0: Right.
1: She yeah, on her YouTube A- channel. A- She's A- selling A- jewelry. A- she, you know what I mean? She an all-star. She's yeah, she an all-star. Really <laughs> for
0: the people, you know.
1: You know, and you know they sitting in the car singing a pop versions of of spiritual of, of kingdom melodies. I'm like, I'm like that's not a thing. But okay,
0: <laughs> dude, dude. I, I I thought about well, I already told you what song I thought about when the whole exchange happened between Haley and Emily after she dropped the phone. Oh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I instantly thought oh, 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 we cried together, the but <laughs> then when they were singing in the car, it made me think of white chicks. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that. I can see that when they were in the car singing that song, they they didn't know what the song. You know, they were trying to act. They were trying to pretend like they knew what the song was, the lyrics and everything, but they didn't. <laughs> That's yeah. what I see I I'm like, man, is this what pioneer sisters do? You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. But but hey man, excellent. I agree with you. Excellent uh, uh dramatizations. You know, shout out oh, shout out to the family too. The, the you know, the single mom, you know, holding it down with the two kids and, oh you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. End up uh <laughs> <laughs> You know, ended up with Darren Williams' dad. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Darren Williams' dad. That this dude, look like, <laughs> oh man! But yeah, but it it was nice. It was nice. Excellent convention, man. All, all overall, a uh, how you feel about going back to in-person in person conventions and assemblies?
1: Man, I ain't going front, I, I'm super nervous because before COVID, people would always show up sick, you know, and uh, I ain't going to lie, I'm a little nervous about it.
0: I'm a little nervous about it. Okay. Maybe because you undefeated, man. I ain't undefeated no more. So, you know, I got the touch of the, of the vid. So I'm kind of like, man, I don't care. It is what it is. Um, I'm not... I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, for me, it's more the assignments than it is being back at the assembly. I'm just thinking about, oh man, I'm probably gonna have to do parking again. <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh, oh, that's part that
1: reminds me, Ronnie. I have an announcement. Oh, what's up? I am officially retiring <laughs> from from attendance. <laughs> oh. Hang my congratulations. Hang, hang my jersey up in the rafters. We were fortunate enough that with the with the latest reorg or and I, not even a reorg, the disillusion of uh, Circuit what was it, Circuit Ten, yeah. we have gotten a we've gotten a new influx of brothers and uh, intern workers, and I didn't get the call. So, hey, Amen. If I do, I'm going to be like, yo, I'm, I'm going to just focus on my family, you know, and, and and being by their side and helping them and, you know, making sure my son is absorbing the information as much as possible. Because you, you can't do that when, you, when you're getting up every five minutes, you know. And that's the other thing, man. Brothers, like, learn to say no sometimes, you know, like, your everlasting life doesn't depend on, you know, <laughs> working in a department. You no, know, it doesn't. And, and since the okay. announcement of the return of that, you, you know Rodney, you got certain brothers who just want to run something. They want to be ahead of something. It means a lot to them.
0: You know? Um, I'm and, ahead of parking and uh, hey, I'm taking all bids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it on wax. <laughs> 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 hey, I want, hey come on come on down
1: come on down I'm okay with chilling out yeah yeah it's sometimes that's the right decision to make you know like like you know uh your family comes first man your family comes first so uh it's okay to say no sometimes like one monkey don't stop no show like this is this is Jehovah's organization not not any man's organization so if you can't do it, somebody
0: else will. Somebody else will exactly. Exactly. Let's, let's get right into this NBA, man. Let's yes, right sir. So we got a couple of news nuggets that popped up during the uh things kind of calmed down over the off season, but there's still some drama. There's still some drama. KD <laughs> right after we recorded, I think not too long after we recorded is when KD came up with that that ultimatum. Uh, me or, or or Steve Nash, you know that whole ordeal. But
1: now and and, and, and Sean Marks, he wanted to Sean Marks.
0: yeah, and Sean. He, Marks.
1: Said, he said, "Fire the coach that I wanted to come over here, and the GM who made things happen so that I can come over here. Fire both of them, or I'm yeah. gone."
0: Yeah. So now, now the report comes out yesterday that he is staying with the Nets. (laughs) So my question to you, leigh is how does this affect the Nets moving forward? Like, if you are Steve Nash or Sean Marks, how you feeling right now?
1: Bro, it's got to be awkward. I'm I'm glad you asked that question, Ronnie, because they were the first people I thought about um, when you asked the first question, like, how does this change things? And it's like, yeah, if you're Steve Nash, like, yeah, how do you, Go forward knowing that the best player on the team wanted you fired, wanted you out the door. And this is a perfect example of when keeping it real goes wrong. (laughs) And when player empowerment goes wrong and goes awry, like we've heard, we've gotten, we've seen, Rodney, we've seen hundreds of trade requests by players. Okay. We've seen a few rare instances where a star player might want a coach fired. But they won't necessarily speak on it explicitly in public, in the public eye. You know, they might send little subliminals here and there. We've seen it happen, especially with LeBron and even with Kobe. But we've never seen an explicit demand for a coach to be fired as well as the GM. This is a first. And when he did that, bro, I think that kind of sealed his fate because not only did we get that tweet from Joe Sy saying we stand with management and stand with our coaching staff, once you demand that the general manager gets fired, Rodney, who do general managers talk to?
0: Um, normally, general managers, unless you're the next general manager. <laughs> yeah, he's a special case.
1: <laughs> it's tell media, you know? yeah you sell the media but you also talk to other general managers yeah and you say man i can't believe this dude he wants me fired after all i did for him after all Mm -hmm. i did to get his boy Kyrie over then we made all these trades to get his other boy james harden over
0: i know where you're going with this so so you think that that sean marks blackmailed katie i I don't think he had to um he could have but i don't think he had to Katie blackmailed himself yeah,
1: other GMs see that and they take no like, dang, like, you, you want the GM and the coach fire? So if I get you and you unhappy with something I do, are you just gonna run to the owner and go over my head and demand that I lose my job as well? The minute you're unhappy? Nah, we we not, we not, I'm not touching this. Right. So the trade market for KD was light anyway because really let's be honest Robbie, only a king's ransom would have been sufficient for a KD trade a successful KD trade and nobody really had the pieces to trade for a player like Kevin Durant it's like you have to trade four quarters to get a dollar for him so nobody was able to do that some 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 teams could have done it But they would have had to gut their their squad so much to get this guy and possibly give up future picks. People would like, "Eh, I don't think this is worth it. He's 34 years old. He sustained at least two substantial injuries at this point. No, we're walking away. So I think the trade market for KD was light anyway. And then once you started digging into the particulars, it got lighter. And then once he did this, made this trade request or this ultimatum rather,
0: it made things even worse. Right. Yeah. I, I, after we just, after we just smashed and bashed this dude to pieces, he just does something else that just outweighs everything he's done up until that point. Yeah. Now, I, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I have an unpopular opinion, Rodney.
0: And what is that? My
1: unpopular opinion is that Sean Marks is a bad GM. Um,
0: um, I never thought of him as a good GM. I honestly thought he... I mean, the Nets organization, you know, ever since they moved to Brooklyn, have made some really bad and head-scratching decisions all the way up until this point. It, they're so... All their, all their thinking, their mindset is trying to win over New York, and it's like they like, okay, all, you know, we in New York, all but that's a low bar, fans, huh? That's a low bar. It is a low bar, but Knicks fans are like Cubs fans. They love their team, no matter how bad they are. And you got the Nets who just moved in a decade ago trying to say, you know what? Well, since the Knicks are trash, we're going to try to make all of these moves to make our team 10 times better than the Knicks, which they have done, but it hasn't equaled out to championships. It's, 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 It's led to throwing away draft picks and getting stars that had that were washed up by that point. Looking back with the Kevin Garnett and uh Paul Pierce move. Then fast forward here, you got the whole thing. They had a good thing going, right? Before Katie and all of them got there. They had D'Angelo cool. Russell. They had uh what's my man's from from Indiana? Uh um I'm he had the heart surgery thing. But uh oh Levert. Yeah, Karis LeVert. Yeah, Karis Levert. Like you had some really good pieces that you was developing from the ground up. So you guys were starting to develop from the ground. Up. Then y'all just throw it all away and just give in to all of the wishes that Katie and Kyrie want. Then the next thing you know, you're in this situation. Sean Marks got to take responsibility for this. He has not he made good decisions all the he way hasn't. up to this point.
1: He hasn't, you know, and like he made bad decisions to get KD and Kyrie. And then he made bad decisions after he acquired them. He should have never fired Kenny Atkinson. You know, and now you're presented with this 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 bad scenario where your star player wants you to fire yet another coach, but you never even sh- should have fired the first one to bring over a guy that he wanted, who had zero coaching experience, never coached college, never coached, uh, uh, never never served as an assistant coach, to my knowledge, right? Nope. Oh wait, no wait. Was he an assistant coach with Golden State? Oh
0: yeah, he. Well, he, not te- technically no. Uh, he was kind of like behind the scenes with them. With scouting and stuff like that, but I don't think he was like sitting next to Steve Kerr on the bench. He was kind okay. of behind. He was kind of behind the bench.
1: Okay, okay. You know, zero coaching experience. He clearly can't corral big egos. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yet you bring him on anyway. Then you get rid of Jared Allen in favor of keeping KD's buddy DeAndre Jordan, who was. Who had been trashed and washed for two years at that point? You let right. go a young, spry big man who went over to Cleveland and thrived and was an all star. Yes. Then James Harden wants a trade request. And who do you get? You get Ben Simmons. Okay. Ben Simmons ain't played in 16 months in county. And we're going to talk about him a little later, I assume. But KD's probably looking at all this. Now you bring over Ben Simmons. We thought he was going to play. Now he's not playing. Like what's going on? Then let's not forget Rodney. We hear rumblings over in LA about how the Lakers want to depart from this whole Russell Westbrook experiment. The Lakers slash LeBron. And then now all of a sudden, all in the media, you're hearing Kyrie for Russell Westbrook trade talks. Mm -hmm. You don't think KD's looking at that And going what the heck (laughs) So because LeBron Doesn't want to play with Russ anymore You're about to trade my boy For the guy I ran away from You're you're, Maybe you're not going to do it But you're entertaining At the very least you're entertaining These trade talks Mm -hmm. That's terrible For Sean Marks That's terrible So (sighs) kind of I'm not defending what KD everything KD has done but I kind of see where he's coming from Yeah, me too. There was no reason to even have your franchise's name attached to that potential trade. Russ was paired up with, with who y'all argue is the greatest player in the league in of this generation. And they didn't even make the playoffs. Now you want to bring that guy over to our squad to pair up with our star and the same guy that he ran away from four years ago. Right. Yeah. What is I, going I, on? Yeah, what is I, I, going? Why are y'all even entertaining
0: this trade? That don't make any sense.
1: Why are y'all even entertaining this?
0: That's why, and and again, that shows right here, like I never respected Sean Marks to be this genius GM. No, um, uh, you know, it just so happened that that Kyrie Irving and and LeBron, I mean not LeBron, but Katie wanted to go over there and and start their own thing. You know, they kind of almost pretty much literally fell on your lap and you couldn't do really nothing with it. I mean, just all of these, Terrible, and then trading Spencer Denwitt. Mean, yeah. What was that about? Well, wasn't and wasn't it part of the? What um,
1: was it Dinwiddie part of that three-team trade where they had to involve the, that involved the Harden deal? Wasn't wasn't that part yeah. of that?
0: Yeah, yeah, and look how that turned out. It, it's just I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. It's gonna be a long season for the Nets. That. <laughs> and that's you know, the thing, bro. The they don't—they don't have
1: a bad squad. It's just they get us got a bunch of malcontents. It's like if Kyrie's locked in, if Ben Simmons is locked in and actually plays, if KD is still KD, they got a, They stand a pretty good shot, man. They got Seth Curry and Pat Patty Mills and Royce O'Neal and. Flaxton, it's like, you know, like
0: y'all it, got to. Did Ben Simmons rejoin the chat? Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> I heard That's about the key. That. If Ben. If, if Ben, if Ben didn't rejoin that chat, I don't know. I heard about that. Yeah, so I don't know, man. The Nets are just a they're a disaster, man. Like, I hope they have. I hope and they we will make the playoffs next year.
1: And well, we knew I mean, it would be this. We knew it would be this way, Roddy. Remember when they first paired up? And me and you were on this show talking about, man, I don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be drama. And, man, they have just been the gift that keeps giving.
0: They have. They, they man, they won championships in that category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have parades and everything. <laughs> can't seem to do it on the court. I mean, Woo! they. they I, I would have to, man. If we could do like a a trace, like maybe trace when sports channels all across net different networks have talked about the Nets and Lakers, and find out which one talked about them each team the most, and I'm sure the Nets will win.
1: Oh no, I, they. I, I I think they about even, but I, I would still give the edge to the Lakers, man.
0: You sure?
1: We were, they were talking about the, the Lakers and stuff Bro, we, they were talking about the Lakers while the championship was going on. <laughs> at, at least Brooklyn made the playoffs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got talked about more after the playoffs. But, I mean, you know, during the playoffs. But before that, I thought I, man, Kyrie was just... Because Kyrie kind of his stuff went kind of surpassed his issues surpassed just the sports network they talked about his stuff on CNN and everything about this whole COVID vaccination stuff yeah 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 I mean I ain't like, saying it's a, it's, it's a it could be neck and neck or it could be the Lakers I don't know but I know they've they, talked they, about they, the most
1: they've, they've talked they, we've talked about both these teams way too much for what it's worth you know right. like and I, I really wish Kyrie would just admit That like yo I overplayed my hand With the with the vaccine hesitation You know Here we are a year and a half later People who got vaccinated are okay Did nobody grow a tail Did nobody become part of a supercomputer Controlled by Satan Or whatever the whole teps are saying about the vaccine um, You know everything's fine Medicine is good It's not the market of beast You know or whatever y'all think. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Give me all the vaccines. I'm about to get my fourth booster soon as soon soon, soon as it's available. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get that monkeypox shot. I'm going give me all the vaccines.
0: I didn't put this in the, in the um, syllabus, but you know me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm very sensitive when it comes to this this next subject, and it's Christmas games and uh i went in last last season i went in on a christmas schedule and rightfully so um did you notice something was missing from the christmas uh, schedule this year? you know what
1: i looked at it and i, I did i had that in the back of my hair rodney like man it seems like somebody's missing but
0: i couldn't think of who it was it's the nets oh okay and now that kd is staying I don't think they're going to reconsider it. The schedule's out there now. But I would have rather... I mean, it would have been nice to see the Nets and <laughs> since we talk about them so much, why not put them playing against each other on Christmas? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> they they, 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 they got to earn that privilege for me, man. Oh, man. But you know what? I will say this, man. i Other than that, I actually have no problem with the Christmas schedule this uh, year. I like Memphis. I like Memphis versus Golden State. Um, you know, going to be a lot of trash talking in that one. I do like Milwaukee and Boston. You know, they're always entertaining to watch. Uh, oh, it's it for me again, Milwaukee and Boston. Uh, you, so got I got Milwaukee. Have- you got I Milwaukee. You got definitely close on that. Yeah, definitely Milwaukee and Boston. Uh Memphis at Golden State. Love it. Love it. Denver at Phoenix. I actually like that one too. Um, oh. As of late, the the, the closeout. The closeout. Usually the closeout up. game is kind of like, eh. Yeah, it, it all depends on health, man. Like
1: if, if Phoenix is healthy, if Denver is healthy, Jamal Murray, uh, Michael uh, Porter Jr., I'm looking at you. Yeah. It should be a good game. Yeah. Uh,
0: Lakers, Dallas, at Dallas. Mm. I think they just wanted to showcase Luka more than anything. Yeah, think, I'd rather see. I think that was a business move by the NBA.
1: Yeah, I'd rather see Dallas and the Bulls, honestly.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that that would be a nice matchup they 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 had two really good games last year uh they split both of those games so uh and then Phil I don't know about this this is the only one I really don't like it's the sixers Knicks battle
1: <laughs> what You got the Knicks on Christmas how are you gonna put the
0: I yeah they put the Knicks on Christmas man. I'm
1: sorry, Rodney. Let, let, let me let me let me take this call real quick. Oh, go ahead. What I'll say. Recording in progress. Uh, all right, you back? Yep, yep, I'm back. All right, all right,
0: cool. All right, what was I saying? <laughs> or what were you, was you talking saying? talking about the Christmas games uh, with the Knicks and the Sixers?
1: Yes, 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 yes. Okay,
0: yeah, um,
1: yeah. Why y'all got to make the Knicks on Christmas, man? Gosh, man. Yeah, they, they, they mess it up in some kind of way every year. Now, I mean, only it, it's salvageable if the Knicks are actually good this year, but like, we have no indication that they will be. Yeah. Like, may, maybe the Knicks will catch fire or something, and they'll they'll, they'll actually be the fourth seed by Christmas time. Who knows? But I, I just highly doubt that's the case.
0: I mean, if Donovan Mitchell gets traded there, it makes it worth watching, but... Uh, okay. The way the Knicks I, are good now, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be necessarily going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. But, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that if, if it happens, it makes it interesting. But And I don't know if it's Adam Silver overthinking on this one. I don't know what he was reaching for with this matchup, but I don't like it. I don't like it. Get an X. Sixers bulls. I mean, why, why, why aren't the bulls getting a Christmas game?
1: Yeah, yeah, the Knicks,
0: not the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, getting back on track. Um, Patrick Beverly just got traded to the Lakers, man. I
1: saw that. I saw that.
0: That seems like a cruel joke to me, man. It's like, so
1: bad.
0: It's, it's, oh man, Let's get away.
1: The way he's been caping for Minnesota in the media, you know, talking about what they're gonna do next year. Now he ain't even gonna be on the squad. And then he gets traded to the, the LA for Talon Horton Tucker
0: and Stanley Johnson. By the so way, for, by the way, let me stop you there, Ian. By the way, the the the, the untouchable, the correction, the untouchable Taylor, Tucker, Right? Yeah. For better, they have better trades out there. People wanting t- uh, THT included, and the Lakers was like, "Nah, we good. Nah, we don't need that." He's our future. He's our future. Then Patrick Beverly comes in as an eligible candidate to to get sent to the to the Lakers, and y'all y'all trade him for Patrick Beverly. This
1: this is a terrible trade, Rodney. Like, so <laughs> you're giving up. You're giving up yet even more depth for a guy who is the seventh, statistically the seventh best player on a squad that got beat in the first round last year. Make this make sense to me. This this smacks, this has like LeBron written all over it. Uh, we, we need defense, we need defense. We, we you know, and, and you know, to his credit, Pat, Patrick Beverly is known for his defense. But y'all gonna need a lot more than Patrick Beverly. Y'all, y'all need a whole system makeover.
0: Yeah,
1: Patrick Beverly is not gonna be able to make up for when LeBron is slacking on defense, or when AB is being soft, or when Russell Westbrook is 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 uh, uh, being terribly efficient and trying to beat teams by himself. Like,
0: <sighs> this is this is bad, bro. Did you see the interview that he had on Stephen A's show? Not the no. first take Not first take But his uh, other show Sideshow uh, where, no. So In this interview And this was around A time when, when Patrick was making his, his media runs He said In an interview That If The Lakers Trade for him That He is He would be the leader That they need To get to the Western <laughs> Conference Finals
1: That's what he thinks
0: that's what he said. It came out of his mouth. Stephen A. Smith was like, so you mean to tell me that they would have to trade Russell Westbrook? he like, no, 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 no. We ain't trading Russell Westbrook. If they don't trade, if they add me, we going to the Western Conference Finals. That's what he said. Wow. So... We got the receipts. We got the receipts. We got we got oh. Westbrook's receipts. So tell me this. Are the Lakers
1: better than the Clippers next year? No. Are the Lakers better than the Warriors next year? No. Are the Lakers better than the Nuggets next no. year? No. Are the Lakers better than Dallas?
0: No. Are the Lakers
1: better than Memphis?
0: No. I wish I could just add that, that ever so coveted eight, eight, word that starts with an H, but no. Are they better
1: than Phoenix next year?
0: No.
1: No. So now we're talking like seventh seed at best. <laughs> Play-in at best.
0: Play in again.
1: And I, I I agree with you, Rodney, like on all of these. Like, I don't think they're better than any of those six teams.
0: No, This just gotten stronger.
1: You know, why would they be?
0: Yeah. I mean, then you got Minnesota. You got yeah. you know, other teams that you never know. You know, you always got that one team. Nobody expects to, you know, get far. Well, Minnesota was that team last year. We don't know who's going to be that team this year. could be Portland. Remember, Portland was missing from the equation. You know? Yeah, I think Portland. Is- the Pelicans. The Pelicans oh, play way I- Phoenix tough In the first round
1: I forgot about I forgot about The Pelicans Yeah And and Zion's Going to be back
0: I mean I don't think The Lakers The Lakers Are in the same spot They didn't do anything To improve that team To tell me That They are going to Be a threat In the playoffs Or a threat In the West Like 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 Anthony Davis Is going to wake up One day and Matthew <laughs> Charles <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> He go turn into the Pelicans Version of Anthony Davis No no. And, and let me be clear I,
1: I, I acknowledge Anthony Davis is a generational talent But like I can't shake the fact I can't shake the, the notion that Or the suspicion that his best days are behind him So many you know, and when he's not injured, sometimes he just looks soft. Like now every now and again he'll he'll have a uh uh a, a, a great game and, and, and just look unstoppable, you know yeah, what thirty I mean?
0: points, twenty rebounds. You know. Next game, fourteen points, two rebounds. One for seven from three point range. Yeah. yeah. That's that's Anthony Davis all in one shot. Then the next game, <laughs> the, the next game, he puts up four points. Then he gets hurt. He, uh, right. It's like it's
1: like it's short. like he's a he he's a conduit for the for the <laughs> for the for the past spirits of centers. Uh, good. <laughs> he and bad. Like, spit my coffee you <laughs> Like 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 one minute he's possessed by by Bill Russell, and then the next game he's possessed by by Roy Hibbert.
0: <laughs> or, or or Sam Bowie. Or, or Greg Odin. you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> oh man. It's like, he, he's just
0: too much of a question mark, man. Yeah, huge question mark, man, huge. Yeah, I don't, like I said, man, this Patrick Beverly movement, like you said, I don't, I, I'm, I'm scratching my head on that one. I don't see how that's gonna make a difference. I mean, I was confused. I'm like, is he replacing Russ or is he gonna be backing up Russ? Like like what? He's a downgrade.
1: Wait, you're talking about Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly.
0: He's a downgraded bird. Ver- he he's a downgrade at point.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, like if I had to put money on it, I would say he's gonna be like a like almost kind of like a six man relief type player for w- Russell Westbrook. I don't think he's gonna start. But, like, I could see them experiment and like, having him play maybe the the one or the two. Like, maybe having Patrick Beverly play the one and, and, and Russ play the two, maybe?
0: I don't know. He also said in that interview with Stephen A. Smith that he LeBron doesn't have nobody that's going to tell him no. And he's going to be oh, the guy oh. that's going to tell him no.
1: Tell him no to what? Like, what, what is he talking
0: about? Like, he's going to be the one to be courageous enough to tell LeBron that he made a mistake not switching on defense or not doing something else within the offensive game plan. Yeah, he going to end or up defense. just like Marcus All. Cuz Marcus All wasn't playing that with LeBron. No.
1: Yeah. It was several it was several highlights I saw where LeBron be slacking on defense, you know, and his man would get by him and Marcus All would come over to help maybe late. Or not help at all, and LeBron LeBron would be trying to like point at the spot to Marcus, Gasol, and Marc Gasol would look at him like he was crazy.
0: Yeah, you ain't play defense. You supposed to seal that off, so I can get to my spot on time, so I can make the play.
1: You know, so I don't know about that, Patrick Beverly. I think he's a little delusional. I think I think I think he's letting all this media attention go to his head, and yeah. and then like how he. I just don't see him and Russell Westbrook getting along on the same squad.
0: Hey, like Russell Westbrook said it best, man. He just be running up and down the court. He ain't doing I, nothing. I don't. I, I don't, I don't do
1: see. It. I don't see Russell Westbrook being mature enough to be like, you know what? I don't like this guy, but he's on the squad now. We gotta work together. Let's work past our differences. Like I just don't
0: see him. It's like watching Tom and Jerry be friends. <laughs> to take out the dog <laughs> yeah and take out butch like dude i want to see tom and jerry be trying to kill each other i don't want to see i don't want to see these two on the same team i, I love i love seeing them two going up against each other that's hilarious now 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 look i i don't i don't mind seeing this is what i would root for uh being not being a lakers fan Lakers fans wouldn't want this, but I would love to see it. I would love to see them go off on each other on the bench and they get caught on video, and everybody's you know. Yes, it, it just might happen. We saw it with, with Dwight Howard and uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, and Dwight after yeah, when Dwight Howard like acted like he was getting uh, shocked or electrocuted by <laughs> Anthony Davis' hand. He was like, oh, 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 like what uh-huh. the or like Jimmy Butler and and that, that whole squirmish with with Spo like I would love to see that between them two that's that's just me but I, I don't know I, I don't like this I don't like them being on the same team together I don't like the trade at all and uh <laughs> and watch Tay and, and and then watch in a few years Taylor Horton Tucker is gonna be out of the league uh yeah that that'd be unfortunate. Now yep. yeah um I mean, they, they sent him to the dungeon
1: so so who's left like outside of like patrick beverly russell westbrook ad and lebron who who's on the team
0: well let me pull it up uh yeah. as we can see uh we got wayne ellington <laughs> dj augustine lonnie walker uh I mean, Melo's not going to be there. Uh, uh, not not too much. You've named what, three
1: people? <laughs> yeah. Who oh, I don't even know. Yeah. Kendrick
0: Nunn, surprisingly, is there still. Man, he might keep some He stays nothing. more. Okay. I sh- well,
1: one, they, these ain't world beaters here. You know what I mean? They got they got they got David Lucas on the squad.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. They just picked Wilson. up Toscano uh, <laughs> Anderson. Oh, I forgot about him. They just picked him up from Golden State. So I don't know. Like, mm.
1: All these clutch clients. All of a sudden i on the Lakers now. <laughs>
0: they got they got Yeah. <laughs> They gonna have Craig Smith coming off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Smith.
1: <laughs> they might have Brandon Lewis. <laughs> With the missing side, too.
0: Yeah, Brandon Lewis got swole, man. That dude been eating good.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> David Lucas is here. <laughs> And Darvin Ham, man, he he gonna have to put his overalls on because he got he got work ahead of him,
0: man. Yeah, he, he gonna be in for a, a tough season, man. He, he it's gonna be tough for him. It's gonna be tough for him. Which real real quick, man, before we move to our next topic, what do you think this whole this whole Jason Tatum thing, man? Him revealing this whole wrist, fractured wrist during the playoff stuff, man.
1: Oh man, I wasn't surprised. Remember, I predicted that, Rodney. Didn't I say we're gonna you find did say out? You probably playing hurt. I didn't say we were gonna find out some weeks after the finals that this dude had an injury because he did yeah. not look himself.
0: Shooting wide open air balls,
1: you know. So I'm not surprised at all. Hey.
0: I mean, and shout they still made the
1: finals,
0: you know. Yeah, shout out for him uh, playing through it. But I think it got to the point where it, it definitely affected him. I mean, honestly, if you look back, he played extremely well in the first two rounds. But then when they got to the third round, he was decent, but not. I mean, he ended up winning the the B, the the Western, the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. But he, I felt like he played better in the Milwaukee series. For Me too. In Western Conference. <laughs> I do, too. he got injured. Didn't he get injured in game three against yeah. the Heat? You yeah. know what happened? Yeah, he got injured against the Heat. So, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that, you know, the fracture. I, I just, uh, you know, just want him to come back healthy. And uh, and I'm glad that they're not making moves. Brad even spoke out and basically said that, you know, they weigh out the options first before they even talk about going through with any trades. So he, I don't think from what Brad Stevens is telling the media, he basically said that, okay, Jalen Brown has gotten used to being included in a lot of trade talks, but he never said that Jalen Brown was inclu- included in the trade for KD. And I don't think he's going to confirm that that would he can't. Be dumb on you his
1: know, part. He can't. he can't. Now that it didn't go through, he can't.
0: No. No. He's just got to basically take take one for the team and tell the media that, <laughs> oh, we value Jalen Brown, we this, we that, you know. But I'm glad that Brad Stevens didn't, you know, follow through on that ridiculous trade that was proposed, that the whole world was begging you not to, to make me and, you, and you listen, thank you. So...
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that that would have been a disaster. It's like Jalen Brown. How old is Jalen Brown? 26.
0: Jalen Brown is, hold on, I'm going to pull it up now. Jalen Brown is, let's see, he's 25,
1: actually. He's 25. So he's nine years younger than the dude you would have been trading for.
0: And and, and Jalen is entering his prime. Yeah, he gets he's been getting better every year. Right. You got to keep that nucleus together. Like you can't you can't break that up. You can't break that up. You can all you can do is just build around it, and and, and just grow organically. You know. Yeah. 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 Yep, yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. You know. I mean, is there a chance that Jalen Brown might explore the? the- the free agency market, you know, when he becomes a free agent, yeah, that that possibility is always there. But you know, don't, don't, don't walk him out the door now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That I mean,
0: man would have been an MVP of the finals had if, if Boston would have won. Yeah. So. MVP. Yeah, MVP. it is what it is. Uh, before we go into our next ser- segment, we're gonna go to a commercial break, and we'll be back. Alright.
1: Think uh, of a bob. Gobbledygook. What's its face? Whatcha call it? Whatever it is, whatever it was. Chocolatey chocolate. Whatcha call it? How's it go? Wowzum do. Chewgood caramel. Whatcha ah, Do the Dookies. You know what I mean. Peanutty crispies. Chocolatey crunchy hunch. Uh, Doodad, let's get a Marie. More than a mouthful.
0: All right, we back Yes, indeed So uh, I'm going to skip one topic I want to get to this album, man This album review Coffee and Beats, Vibes and Stuff We Meet Again For another review Yes, sir Uh, Big Poop Rapper Big Poop To Dream in Color and this is the for those who are not familiar listening to this podcast. Rapper Big Pooh is one, uh, used to be one third of a member, but now just one half of the member of the group Little Brother. And uh, this is three years following their comeback project, uh, made the Lord watch, which me and you and have, have thoroughly enjoyed. And I think both of us had it in our top 10, right? Oh, for that year. Absolutely. Yeah, for that year. Yeah, it was a stellar album, stellar comeback. Uh, It was said that this album, this To Dream in Color album was... Basically an idea that Big Pooh came up with in 2016. He wanted to lay this project down, but he kind of, you know, postponed it a little bit and then revisited the project with a bunch of unknown r b you know, solo artists and a lot of unknown beat makers, uh, such as uh Nucas, who produced most of the album. Uh praise uh the mighty DJ D. Uh, Doc, the Mighty DJ Doctor The Mercenaries also contributed Drugs, Beats and DK The Punisher so a lot of these Producers I've never heard of But they helped contribute to This 10 track Album that rounds off at about 30 minutes so I'm gonna leave it for you And what was your initial thoughts When this project came out Man
1: I didn't even know this project It came out so you text me about it And assigned it as a review I was like oh Big Pool got something new and I looked it up and he dropped it that day on a, uh, He dropped it on a Tuesday Just like they did with "May a Lord Watch And I was, you know I, I'm, I'm not going to front the last few Big Poo projects I wasn't crazy about um, But I was willing to check this out Because he had noticeably stepped his game up On "May a Lord Watch
0: so I, I, I got an unpopular opinion about that I thought he originally stole the show on the album
1: I wouldn't go that far,
0: but <laughs> like, hey, I font- felt that's how I I'll felt. You, it's
1: like, like, but I do think they were equal for the fir- for the first time they sounded like lyrically equal. Yeah, you know. Um, so I was I was very curious to hear what it was, and then I looked up the track list and I saw it was only ten tracks, twenty nine minutes long. I'm like, okay, this is a nice listen. This nice might be a nice brief listen, and I, I listened to it. Was it Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night, and uh, like you, I had never heard of none of these producers before. But you know, that's doesn't necessarily mean anything because there are a lot of unknown producers out here who got fired. Yeah. And bro, bro, this album is excellent. Yeah, it, it is excellent. It's 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 a very personal uh, album, but it doesn't sound emo at all he gives us brief but detailed glimpses into his childhood and also his young manhood and all the things that he was going through right before Little Brother really popped and his music career popped he gives us glimpses into things that of his life that were happening you know after Little Brother's brand kind of cooled off a bit um and having to enter the workforce again and and, and still be a provider Um, (laughs) driving
0: Uber and stuff that 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 was you know real personal man yeah
1: and this this was like I said it was the perfect length it was ten tracks twenty nine minutes who gets to the point you know what I'm saying with his lyrics so that's perfect for him ten tracks is perfect for him um because we really didn't need more and it just was surprisingly dope and I shouldn't say that because you know big pool we kind of write him off a bit like sometimes and big pool's biggest critics are little brother fans
0: they
1: are you know and it's like we kind of knock him sometimes for not being tape, but he he brings his own you know unique view to the table, you know, and he's he's proven that he's capable of giving us dope music and dope albums. Like this is my favorite Big Poo project
0: since Sleepers. I agree, I agree. Um, I love Sleepers when they came out.
1: And the production, the production was perfect, man. It was bouncy, it was laid back. Very you simple. know, very simple, but yet very catchy. Um, this is a great late summer slash fall album. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be bumping it. I know I'm going to be bumping it in the weeks to, to follow. Um, this was this was a great listen for me. I've listened to the project from beginning to end twice. So I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it. But the two thorough listens I gave it, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. I if I had to give it a score, man, I, I, I'm feeling a very solid eight out of ten.
0: Okay, okay. So you were, you were probably you, 25 points. So I had a 7.75, but okay. I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it just as much as you did. Um, it was definitely a. I put in my notes. It, it was it was the pool. It was the big pool side of the story album. You know what I mean? Because we always hear Fonte's version. We've heard you know, Ninth one to talk about past Little Brother stuff. But we really didn't sit down with, with Big Pooh and get his side of the story. And I, I really appreciate this album because he was able to really talk about uh, what led him to join Little Brother and then talking about all the things that led to the downfall. And then talking about the struggle as far as trying to make ends meet after this rap career and, and being away from friends and close friends that you develop close relationships with uh, during, during Little Brother's run. And then bouncing back and, you know, at the, that, that final track uh, on the album in surround sound where he talks about uh, the comeback. You know him, him and Fonte reuniting. It was kind of like the happy ending track at the end. So uh, it was really nice, man. Really, yeah. He brought everything back home very well. Yeah, he brought it back home very well. I love LS 400. It reminds me of my days of you know when I first had my whip. You know, Eric, like it, it was such a relatable song because like all of us you know, knew how we felt when we first got that, that, that our first whip and we thought we was doing it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and then later on, he, you know, even in the song later on, he was like, yeah, I got an LS, but then I went, up, I, I, I advanced to SE, which is really not that big of an upgrade, but upgrade and like, hey, ain't nothing changed. I'm still, I'm still poo, you know, even after I'm just more mature now. I'm just, you know, I'm in a different headspace but I still haven't lost myself you know so and I found I found who I am you know back then I didn't know who I was I was still trying to figure it out and then now I I, I know who I am but I'm still gonna keep it 100 so I really appreciate that about that track LS uh, 400 and then the Mother's Day track you know dedicated you know song to his mom you know you you can't go wrong with you know mom dedication songs (laughs) You know, you messed that up, man. You might as well (laughs) throw the whole album away. Right, right. Yeah, if you can't nail that, you
1: know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, what were your what were your uh,
1: three favorite tracks?
0: Oh, so my three just told Yeah, yeah, yeah. My three favorite tracks was LS four hundred. What else? Man, what else goes so hard, man? I I I love that track. And then, um, man, three, man, you got me in the bad spot. Three, I'm a. I like, I love Thoughts and Prayers loop Even though it was, I don't know, he put in loop but it felt like a song. It felt like a song to me too. Man, Thoughts and Prayers was dope. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with those three. Thoughts and Prayers, what else, and then LS 400. All right, all right. I'm gonna go with Changing Again. I like that um,
1: Where he was talking about it basically just going through life changes. Yeah. Um, i'm gonna go with changing again i'm gonna go with thoughts and prayers that's probably my favorite track on there and in surround sound yeah, yeah. Uh, the closer i gotta give an honorable mention to god's grace too that was that was dope too god's grace is dope
0: yeah definitely if i had only I, I, my only knock on the album would be broken dreams i didn't like the chorus to that one i like whose flows but the that, that that whoever that dude was singing in the chorus was, I was like, man, they couldn't that dude off the track, man. <laughs> it, it it was it, he was sounding like his auto tune uh, straw got broken in half.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. But other than that, man, I I, I I'm going seven. You know 7.75 out of 10 i really enjoyed it this came out of nowhere on me oh and for those who are witnesses listening to this uh podcast there is an edited version uh of this album out which um you know i was surprised to find as, as well you know usually with you know uh albums that aren't under major labels usually don't have an edited version but you know it was a surprise to find one there so if you want to you know listen to it and honestly, even honestly, I don't. I mean, even unedited, he didn't really, you know, curse that much. Yeah, I don't. I
1: don't recall him it. going. I don't recall him going heavy on the profanity on this. No,
0: no, he didn't.
1: He didn't. Oh, that reminds me. I had. I saw an edited version of Stove God Cooks album Reasonable Drought on Spotify. Oh, wow. I was, wow. yeah. I was like, oh, look at this. They got an edited version of Stove God Cooks like. This got to sound crazy.
0: Like that, that's man, that edited that man, whoever was doing the editing on that was super busy. <laughs> they was working some oh, extra overtime.
1: Right. I'm like, all right, oh you know, maybe it's still not. Maybe it still hit like that. Man, I remember this one time, man. I had me and my homeboy Lamar, uh, this is like 20 years ago, man, we had left the uh, uh assembly of Romeoville. And we went to like a Best Buy. This was back when you used to have Best Buys. And uh, I had already had it, but I was telling him it was dope. It was Jizza's Legend of the Liquid Swords. Do you remember that album? Yeah, I remember that album. And um, we went to Best Buy, bought it, got back out, get in the car, opened the CD up, put it in. And to our surprise, it was the edited version. Do you know we both took that CD back into the store and returned it? <laughs> Hey man, you know, back then we were not checking for edited versions. We wasn't, but to but end up with one and to go through the effort of taking it back, like, no, nah, I don't want just kidding. That's
0: hilarious. That <laughs> is hilarious. I did that with Bust Rhymes, The Coming, once. Mm. I was like, I didn't even know it was a clean version of this album available. I got it at Dr. Wax for like $3. I was like, oh, The Coming is only $3? I just broke mine. Well, it was not broken, it was all scratched up. Well, you saw like it was $3. I saw oh, it was $3 I'm like, let me get this, man. That's like, why I put that boy in and it was just
1: like, you, you know. You got to pay an extra 12 bucks for the cuss words. <laughs> he was like, like, what <laughs> is this? <laughs>
0: Oh, it was so weird listening to that album because it was all Buster ad libs through the curse words. <laughs> <laughs> Almost felt like Buster was stuttering through the whole album. Oh
1: man! You be like I thought he said the N word at that part? You know? <laughs> no, he just said y'all. <laughs> 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 he said wah bah, wah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
0: like where's the album
1: <laughs> all i hear is beats and ad-libs <laughs> it's like it's like yeah that's why it was only three bucks <laughs>
0: oh man yeah, see, i weird. didn't take mine back because I, I kept it for comedy reasons because i was playing it for i was playing it for stan i think i played it for jamil once <laughs> dude it was it was awful
1: that's hilarious man i i had a copy an edited copy of black IP's first album And, which was crazy because I got it from another, I dubbed it off another classmate who I was hanging out with. And he was like really heavy into the church and everything. So I was like, okay, cool. You got the Black Eyed Peas out, I'll burn it. And I burned it. And then like, I didn't even realize it was the edited version, you know, until I heard another song. I was like, man, why my version sound different? Like, oh, that's
0: why. (laughs) Oh, man. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Black because the first two albums, I'm, I'm surprised it was a clean version available for the first two. Well, it, I don't know about first. I don't know about
1: the first two, but definitely the first one.
0: No, the second one, it was an edited version because CC, I remember CC bought it and played it in the shop because he didn't like, you know, the, he didn't like the unedited version being played in the shop for, you know, customer reasons you know we got a lot of families coming in with their kids so he didn't want all that cursing and stuff which is cool and you know, i ain't bothered by that but uh i didn't know it was an edited version for the first one because i was like i only remember the unedited version being available for that one but that's that's crazy that's a rarity yeah i mean blackout peas they didn't go that
1: heavy in the, on the cursing anyway so i was like that's no what they did you know, I'm like, this album still
0: knocks. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like Tribe's first two albums. Like, hey, say a couple of things here and there, but it's like, it didn't, it was not enough to warrant a, a explicit content label. On yeah. Album. So, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, man, if you guys haven't checked this album out, Big Poop, it's a dream in color. Check it out. Uh, it's definitely a great listen and i'm sure you guys will enjoy it as much as uh me and ian did and so uh we're gonna get right into our next segment we got a uh, true true field ministry stories man i got one for you ian
1: oh yeah hit, hit us off man
0: crazy All street right.
1: work chronicles
0: man we back again part two we back again part two man we gotta keep this thing rolling so this happened actually in metro metropolitan ways so, I got this thing. Um, my wife, she, sometimes, man, you know, I'll be at the carts, man. I, I, I'm, I'm one of those, man. I like to look around, man. I got to make sure that we good, you know what I mean? Because you can't just stand there looking like a statue. You got to be aware of your surroundings, especially downtown. We in Chicago, you know? So, Indeed. one day, we was doing cart when it was in the morning, actually. It was in the morning. And I hear shouting. Across the street, behind me. So I'm looking across. The Rodney, street. Rodney, like I know this. I know this one. This dude is this dude with his shirt off, right? <laughs> having having a huge argument with 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 nobody. Just just it's just him yelling, yelling and screaming. And this is during work. This is during rush hour, so people are. Headed to work, going to their buildings, coming off the metro or the CTA or whatever they coming off of. And so you got people going one way, people going the other way. And then in the middle, you got this man just cursing out. I don't know who he's cursing out. So he's going off. My wife like Ronnie, don't look. Don't look back. Don't look back. He's behind y'all. Yeah, he's across the street behind us. We hope that on the other side, so we our back left is left. turned towards across the street because we're working one side of the street at the carts because there's traffic going on, you know, back and forth from the metro on our side because we was over, we on we were on Randolph in Michigan, and so we're right on Randolph Street, so we're on the south side of the street. My man is going off on the north side of the street. Okay, so he going off. I hear him like unedited version just going <laughs> in, right? So <laughs> he's walking more towards uh he's walking more uh west towards Wabash, right? So I'm like, oh okay, he's just having a little episode. So we standing there at the Carson, you know, still waiting, you know, seeing if anybody interested to come. I hear him again. Now he's headed back, the other, the you know, back towards us. But not, still across the street, still across the street. And he's still cursing out whoever he's cursing out. And then the next thing you know, I turn around and he was like, why are you turning around? I was like, I gotta look at this dude. I look over, this man is having a fight. By himself, a fight. <laughs> <laughs> He just swinging, swinging. And 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 saying all types of like like you think he winning because he 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 just dropping all types of, of of profanities and everything right and whoever he fighting he beating the dude up he winning the fight winning the fight so I'm like man this dude I told me I was like you see this man he fighting he fighting the air she was like don't don't look right don't look he might come across the street I'm like okay go so he's still being loud. Still fighting if I turn around And I look again You know this dude Actually started Taking punches He's taking punches now wow. So he like Ugh Ugh You You Ugh 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 uh. He getting punched in the face And he acting it out So I'm like This dude Is acting insane The he was like Don't Stop Stop laughing right? Stop laughing He might come across the street you was Uh, laughing at him i was in i was cracking up bro cracking up so i and trust me nothing bad is gonna happen to me in this story so whatever you guys listening nothing nothing bad is gonna happen to me uh because the reason why nothing bad is gonna happen to me because i looked one more time i looked one more time when i turned around he was still fighting but whoever he was fighting Got a nice clean shot, nice clean uppercut. Do you know this man got knocked out by absolutely no one? They'll fade back first to the ground, head first. You know how you get a person get knocked out and they fall back and their legs go up and then come back down? Yeah. So like, he got like- knocked out, fell back He ain't got no. Sh- he got no shirt on no nothing. Just pure skin hitting concrete. Head hidden concrete. I'm like, this dude just got knocked out by nobody. Then I looked again. This dude rolls up. You remember the Undertaker off WWE? You, yeah. how the, you know Undertaker Ray rises up? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Rolls up like the Undertaker and was like, ah. Like Danita, this dude comes across the street. We not touching these cars. We gone. We we leave. Wow. The man was having a the man I've never like I've seen homeless people fight, invisible people, but they always win. That's the first time I ever seen a homeless dude fighting the wind. And losing.
1: That's that's crazy, bro. He had he he got (laughs) knocked out by an imaginary opponent.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So when he rolls back (laughs) up, what did he do? Good question. So I turn around after he rolls up. I stopped looking at that point. I turn around, he gone, right? So you don't hit nothing. Two hours later. Now we in front of the cultural center. Where our carts is that. So I see this Caucasian family. Uh mom, pops, and like three kids. Coming out of the cultural center. And guess who's behind them? With no shirt. <laughs> oh jeez,
1: this dude.
0: I'm like, how this dude get in the cultural center? Wow. I was shocked, man. And then he walked past the carts. And he was like, "Don't look at him! Don't look at him!" And he was looking at it. He was staring us up and down, bro. Yeah, I mean, me mugging us. And I just, I just stepped. I had screensaver face, man. Just looking straight ahead. Wow, you do nothing. So that that that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I got more, but I, I'll hold them off for other segments. Man, oh man
1: yeah i got a street work story man it's a sad hood story <laughs> <laughs> this was probably like man almost 20 years ago to the date at this point um i was pioneering it was my first year pioneering and you remember remember before there was actual cart witnessing and metro witnessing my friends would do street work up at the, the, the terminal at 95th and the l station right right so i'm up there it's like 6 30 maybe in the morning uh on a saturday and um you know we're standing up there and we're it was it's like it's me my dad and maybe like three other friends it's just brother and two sisters and these dudes come through the l station um you know the way i'm I'm sure you remember the way it was set up because you know we're standing with our backs up against the. the the glass or whatever you know to clear the thoroughfare these these dudes come through there cussing and yelling and fighting at each other fighting with each other right like like just swinging on each other like it was was like it was like it was a two against two Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: they were all obviously drunk and had been out all night and were coming through the terminal and uh they're fighting i mean going at it an undercover cop is on the scene or playing cop he's on the scene. He's trying to break them up. And uh he 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 gets one guy down and and, and handcuffs. Them. Cause like I said, they're sloppy drunk, okay? So they weren't hard to subdue. He gets one guy down, handcuffed him. Then he's trying to handcuff another guy who's resisting. And I guess the guy who was fighting with that. Uh, on the same side with the guy the cop is now trying to arrest he's he's the cop has his back to him now keep in mind this is like 15 feet away from where we're standing 15 no no more than 20 feet away from where we're, we're all standing with, with our literature so the second guy is like he starts like beating on the cop, back of the cops back and head and yeah now keep in mind the cop already has his his, his guns wrong so he's trying to handcuff one guy with his gun out but he's got a second guy punching them all in the back of the head and pulling on the back of his shirt beating him in his back and he's telling him to chill out or whatever and the cop turns around for a split second he gets the first guy handcuffed and then he turns around for a split second to, to defend himself from the other guy who was beating him in the back of the head, his gun goes off, bro. Shoots the dude in the face. Dude dropped like a sack of potatoes, like right there. When that gun went off, bro, bro my feet automatically did a pivot, bro. <laughs> my feet automatically did a pivot, like time to go. It's like, I wasn't even waiting for anybody else to, to walk away. Like, because there were a few people like a few standard buys, like already like like jogging toward the exit when they saw the cop pull his gun out. And we kind of just thought he had it. And like yeah, he shoots the dude in the face of point blank rage. And so me and my father, we we out of there. Um and, and and dude is just like um he he's dead. You know, he's just lying in a pool of blood dead. So We were cool, you know what I'm saying? It was a wild thing to see, but one of the sisters who was with us, this was her first day out in street work. First day out. So of course she's traumatized. To my knowledge, has not been back out in street work since, (laughs) of course. And what's crazy, Rodney, we left. So it was still early in the morning. So we left, we go to our other spot that we used to do street work at. It was a Dunkin' Donuts that used to be on 116th and Halstead. And we're sitting in there, Rodney, like telling the friends, the other friends who were doing street work in the Dunkin' Donuts, what we had just seen. They're like, oh man, that's crazy. Like, like, you know, sorry, y'all had to see that or whatever. So I'm sitting in there, I'm trying to calm my nerves. I'm drinking coffee. Rodney, I hear a boom a loud boom like a bomb going off Did you know? Now keep in mind it's still like 7:30 in the morning. <laughs> Did you know? This girl, this 16-year-old girl had just drove her car through the front window all the way into the front and front window of the radio shack next door to the Dunkin' Donuts.
0: She's doing hood rat things, huh?
1: She, she w- was just learning how to drive <laughs> and didn't know, thought she was pressing the brake and was pressing the gas. <laughs> Overran the corner. And the way, I don't know if you're familiar with how that strip mall looks, but like, it's basically the parking lot and then maybe like a, a, a pedestrian type of sidewalk and then you got the front of the store. Mm-hmm. So if, if her car j- jumps up four feet, it's going through the window, and that's exactly what happened. And it shook the whole building, of course, because we're in the Dunkin' Donuts next door to the Radio Shack. This is 2002, so this is back when, you know, Radio Shacks were actually still around. And fortunately, she was okay. The Radio Shack was wrecked, and my nerves were just shot at that point. So, I don't remember what I had to do next, but I did. I know I did not go out and door to door. But I was enrolled in classes at Chicago State. <clears throat> and um, it was Saturday, so I had to go to class, like I think at like 12 or whatever, 12.30. And um, I had to go through the terminal and walk past the spot where i just seen that dude killed four or five hours prior. And you know, they had, had everything cleaned up by that point, but I was like, man, like, This is a crazy day. And then I got out of class, took the bus back home or whatever. And where I live, this has nothing to do with street work, but where I live, it was like a little, it's like a little like industrial uh, district or whatever. Like I I would walk through there as a shortcut uh, to get to my house. Once I got off the bus on 119th street, because I lived on 121st. And while I was walking back, to do my little shortcut, I hear something behind me, and I turn around and look. It's a Great Dane, a huge Great Dane, running straight toward me. So I just, fro- I just froze up, you know. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, I'm going to die today. This is a crazy day. <laughs> like I was <laughs> probably about to die earlier, but it, this is just this is just the day I bite." And the Great Dane just just ran right past me. Where did and he go? He just—I don't even know where he went. He just—he just kept running. So I took my little cutaway to the alley behind, you know, the, the 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 block that my parents' house was on, you know, where I was living at the time. And I got home safe and sound and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man see that dude get shot bro that was not that was that i was like man like i had seen some crazy stuff at that point but like i had never seen them like that yeah i know six in the morning get shot. you said what well, i've never witnessed
0: a person get shot
1: yeah it ain't like how it is on tv bro where they where they they hold the wound and they stumble around for a little bit like no nah, they
0: drop hmm. <laughs> and he said that sister never came back huh?
1: Nah bro I'm surprised I came back <laughs> Oh
0: man <laughs> Man I'm surprised I came back around corners like Willie D
1: <laughs> Man You know And then how that, that, that car Goes to the radio shack the same day it's like man what if that car went through this dunkin donuts we all would have been taken out
0: yeah yeah you, you should have made you, you should have made a song about that dude <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still might <laughs> it was the moment i feared
1: you know it was some final destination destination mess man i can't sleep i toss the turn <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. Sad hood stories, man. Sad street work stories. Did I tell you I made a remix to that song? <laughs> Wait, the uh, you talking about the uh, Ghetto Boys? Oh. <laughs> so it, it was kind of bad, man. And, pe- and listen, people that listen to this podcast, do not take this the wrong way. I, 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 this is back in the 90s, man. This was before fat shaming was a thing, okay? Uh, but it was this girl that we... we we Used to tease back in grammar school, and around the time, uh, my playing tricks on me was a, a hit song by uh, the ghetto boys, and so I came up with this concept and to write a song about her, and it was called My Burger Playing Tricks on Me. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> me and my boy Antoine made you know, we we did a couple of verses on it. And <laughs> you know that part, uh, you remember that part in the song where Scarface said, it says, I see a woman uh, deep in the corners when I awake. She was gone or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember that part. It was a part my boy wrote. <laughs> I see a burger deep in the corners. When I woke, I'm gonna eat that one. <laughs> 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 oh, you bogus! Oh man, yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's stuff that we did back in you know before <laughs> all that, all this, all cancel culture started, you know, taking away our childhood. So it is what it is. But <laughs> that's a wild story, and I. I Man, that was the wildest day of my life, bro. I would, switch, I would not switch places with you for anything on that one, man. I'm, I'm cool with watching dude fight himself and, and everything. Yeah, I got I got more stories, man. We're going to continue it, man. We're going to keep it going, man, as we all move along in season eight. But uh, we got some awards to give out. Um, I don't have that many awards this week, actually, because there ain't really been nothing too crazy going on. But... Uh, I'm gonna kick it off with you. Any side eyes, Brother Sanders awards? Oh, uh, actually, not this week. Not this week. Okay. Okay. Uh Big hair Rico award. Mines. Mines. I'm eating a banana. I'm eating a banana at Cleveland Brown fans, uh, and, I, and I, I've, I've called them the Browns. I'm not. I haven't called them the Orange Helmets because they have been playing better the last couple of years but uh i don't know if you saw the picture that went viral of a father and son and you know we all you know i'm i told you about the whole Deshaun watson situation you know and everything and uh one of the browns fans <laughs> i mean <laughs> The dad is holding the sign saying, screw them girls. It didn't say screw them girls, though. So <laughs> I'll let you do it. Do it. <laughs> and the son is holding a free design. Watch this. <laughs> Whoa. I'm like, Ugh. not good. What's wrong bro. with people, man? Not good, man. What's wrong with people? Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good. That, that's when I saw that I was like, uh the, the, the... Yeah, the Browns have this whole free to uh the free Deshaun Watson campaign going on and fans are going hard on this whole Cleveland fans are going hard on this whole thing. Like just ridiculing all the women that were involved in the situation.
1: Yeah, see I'm not I'm not with that. And that's that's part of the reason why For at least two years now Like I don't support the NFL I I just I don't know man And I'm not trying to make this political But like It's more ideological for me It's like You know Some people think it's a violent sport I I don't think it's a violent sport I think it's most definitely physical and aggressive I wouldn't call it violent You know Because i played football plenty of times As I'm sure you have And it didn't get violent But it's the mentality the overall mentality of the people who support the NFL that I just don't rock with, you know, and the people who represent the NFL that I just don't rock with. And it's like, you know, this dude was obviously doing a lot of dirt and non-consensual things. And, um, you know, instead of just being like, this was wrong, people were just like, forget the victims. In so many words, I want to see my player play ball for my team.
0: Well, that's what it is with Brownsmith Because here's the thing. He played a game. In, I think their first preseason game was in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville fans went in on Deshaun Watson. To the point that it led to this whole Cleveland, these Cleveland fans. And here's the thing. Mine's, this is my banana eating it's not really towards the nfl it's towards cleveland fans in general i hate cleveland fans
1: but but if if deshaun watson was playing for any other squad not that wasn't cleveland you still would have had the same type of people with the same types of signs i mean it's cleveland so these are the worst of the worst i don't know anybody who ever said they wanted to go to cleveland
0: (laughs) i see what you did there
1: you know they they from Cleveland. They like they like Nintavites. They don't know no better. They don't know they left. Right? <laughs> they from Cleveland. You know what I mean? It's they sitting on, like they, on They sitting on they sitting on a, on Lake Erie. You know what I mean? The only the only great lake that caught fire. You know because of all the pollution. In it. These 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 people these people are unlettered and ordinary. You know what I mean? They don't. <laughs> They don't. They 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 can't help it. They're like they're like. you step two just <laughs> They're like they're like they're like humans raised by wolves. They're like little children or something. They're fr- it's
0: Cleveland. It's Cleveland.
1: They, if they knew back if they Ronnie, if they knew any better, they wouldn't be in Cleveland.
0: Hey, they witnesses over there. They got they still got the uh, burgundy and gold bibles. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I
1: got I ain't gonna shame my brothers, but like. <laughs> the city of Cleveland I would definitely shame they, It's Cleveland they, they, These are the worst Of the worst man Oh
0: man I'm so glad yeah. I
1: called
0: this subject
1: that, that was hilarious bro. If they knew If they knew better They would not be in Cleveland yes. But the NFL NFL is it, To me It's is horrible All around But you, you add that Cleveland factor to it It's like Yeah you, you're gonna You're gonna see Those types of signs Yeah Yeah Well yeah I'm eating
0: the banana Towards that Uh, My essence of O this award. I mean, of course, man. The whole Nets organization. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I would have to co
1: sign that. Like,
0: I really, I don't know.
1: You know what? I I got an essence of O. The the Lakers, man. I I don't, I have no interest in watching any Lakers games next year except to watch them crash and burn,
0: you know? Hey, so, so, so are you boycott? Are we, am I sensing a boycott? A Lakers boycott?
1: no nah, i wouldn't call it a boycott but it's definitely lack of interest okay okay
0: uh, i dig that i dig that <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right cuddy do you got a cuddy award
1: dude Joe side <laughs> Joe Sock calling that meeting together and trying to trying to take the reins on this thing and 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 change the narrative a bit, you know, like no, I'm not firing my GM, no, I'm not firing my coach. Furthermore, we're not trading you. Right. Right.
0: No, I I I, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Um, I don't have a I don't have a cutty award, but uh, you played yourself. Definitely goes to the Nets again. Yeah,
1: my you played yourself goes like more to KB. Yeah, you know um, that's what it goes to for me. It's like you know, I. I mean, we already spoke at length about it, but you know, ah, bro, you got to run it back. Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, run it back, man. Like you got the talent. It's not like you guys are you guys are short handed. Y'all got a y'all got a decent
1: squad, man. I look better than the Lakers right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, so that.
0: That. yeah. Yeah. So uh I don't have a mill mill award. Um I do got a it's a shame award though. I don't know if you got if you heard of this. This is just breaking news, actually. Oh what's up as of this recording. But the second pick of the OKC Thunder. Chet Holger is out for the season. What? Yes. Um, so he played a pickup game at um, during the weekend. He played a pickup game during the weekend. And he was at a Pro-Am game. And he was going back on defense. This is the, the video is out there. You can look it up. The video is out there, but he was playing defense on a fast break and I guess he it was a non-contact injury and he walked away limping off and they said he has a Frank injury to his foot that requires surgery and he's going to be out for the whole 2022-2023 season. Which raised the question, and I'm sure you've seen all of these Drew League videos has been going viral this summer with LeBron popping up at these Drew Leagues. He, was, he popped up at Jamal Crawford's event. Uh, you had DeMar DeRozan playing all these Drew League games. Do you how do you feel about these NBA players playing in these little side game events?
1: How you um, that? I think he did that to uh, change the narrative because if you recall, we didn't see him pop up in one of these games until all this stuff came out about uh, him and Russell Westbrook not speaking to each other at some summer league game. And then, like, right before that, he had, he had made some comment about Brittany Griner that people weren't really feeling. So I think he just did that to change the narrative, and they give people something else to talk about. Right. You know, I, I just think it was a distraction. Um, you know. I wanna see you what you were doing in that 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 pickup game, LeBron. I wanna see you do that against the Clippers. I wanna see you do that against Giannis. I wanna see you do that against the Heat. I wanna see you do that against Brooklyn. Like I don't State. you know, I don't care that you, you know, caught a live pass and dunked on Boo Capone. <laughs> Playing against
0: Boo and, and Craig and all of them, Billy. All right. And Right. Like,
1: like, I, I just, it doesn't, it just, just doesn't move the needle for me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, don't, I don't like it. Um, I know there are people that play like, like back in the day, Michael Jordan had charity games. I think Scottie Pippen had a few charity games, you know, and it's, it's, it's just a fun game. You know, it seemed like with these, these droopy games and these pro-am games, they, they, they out there playing serious getting I mean, physical. Like, DeMar DeRozan almost got into a fight with a dude. What? Yeah.
1: See, it ain't that serious, man. It ain't that serious. Um, you know, I get it. It's, it's good for the for the community and, you know, different chari- charitable events and stuff like that, but I just... I don't know, man. They don't move me, really. No. No,
0: they don't. And, uh, but, but, if they doing it, man, they gotta be careful, man. These NBA players, guys, especially these young guys, man. These young guys coming in, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta chill on all that, man. Chill on all that.
1: So yeah, yeah.
0: Man. man, I I can't believe that Chet Holmgren is out, out. And they said it was humid. The problem with the with the atmosphere that he was playing in, they said it was hot that day. It was humid inside the gym. Because it was the air the air conditioning wasn't circulating good. So you got all these sweaty players running around. They don't have nobody mopping the floors. So this man ended up tweaking his foot, and it turned out to be more than just a tweak. He Dang. walked off on his own power. But yeah.
1: Dang. He was he was the uh mm-hmm. You know the Great White Hope.
0: You know he was for OKC. Yeah, I mean, what he's seven foot. What seven foot? Let me see. Yeah, he's just seven foot, solid seven foot. He just needed to bulk up. You know, he was super skinny.
1: Yeah, he did look frail. So yeah. I don't know why I'm
0: surprised. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I mean, Joel and B missed his first two seasons uh, before he actually started. Playing basketball, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I didn't have high hopes for him coming out of college anyway.
1: But you know, I kind of, I kind of was- figured he, there would be, he would live up to some of the hype. Um, but man, bro, it's like these, these, these young young players getting injured like this. This is this is the reason why we can't move on, and we still, you know, we're still waiting to see what LeBron and KD. Uh, are gonna do when really they've kind of had their time, and like we're waiting for the next crop of people to come up and and do their thing, but they not because they sitting out their first seasons because of injuries, and it's like I, I, you just get tired of it. Yeah, you do. This is tired. why this part of the reason, Ronnie, I don't get excited about the draft because it's like I don't know what any of y'all gonna do.
0: Uh, we we don't, don't never cover the draft on here. I'm not the, like I I, I, don't,
1: I don't I don't the draft. I don't care who the Rockets picked up. You know what
0: I mean? Half them dudes don't even make it.
1: you it's just It's just one of those like wait and see things. Always with me.
0: Yeah. We gonna wrap it up here, man. Appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule.
1: Uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got to call these uh, IT
0: people to get my stuff reconnected. I hate this, man. Well, handle your business, man. We get these uh get these uh mixtapes going these mixtape intros going. Yes and, sir. Be you on know, the lookout for that y'all coming up. And uh hey if y'all haven't checked out vibes and stuff, check out the podcast if you haven't done Indeed. so already. Indeed, we've been covering some
1: good topics, man. And some dope
0: al- uh, album face offs too. Yes sir, yes sir. So yeah check my check my guy Ian out on that and man, get y'all, you know Get y'all playlists, get y'all playlists updated. So, but with that being said, I'm out. I'll see y'all on the next one. I Rod. Peace.